Hey there, beautiful soul. You are listening to Bridging Faith and Business, a platform that has been carefully cultivated for kingdom builders who are looking to build not only their faith, but also their business. This podcast is hosted by yours truly, Dela Sabio. I am an entrepreneur from New York City, and I understand the significance in conducting business biblically and also achieving and going after an entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to our journey together in bridging faith and business. Happy Wednesday. Happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode in this podcast. This is your girl, Dela Sabio. I am so excited to be back with you guys. Wednesdays is my personal favorite day of the week. One, not only because I'm meeting with you, but because it's like right in the middle of the week. Like you, it's like the hope in the middle of the way like you get to have that dose extra dose of confidence and boost of motivation right in the middle of your week and i am so excited that we get the opportunity you and i get the opportunity to hang out together isn't that amazing (laughs) wisdom wednesday wellness wednesday whatever type of wednesday we are here and i'm excited so Let's get it. So first of all, let's check in. How are you? My prayer is that you are well today. So first of all, it's been an amazing week. This was Valentine's Day week. It was awesome. I spent the time, my day with my fiance and we had such a lovely time. I'll tell you all about it in a moment. Um, But right now I'm doing well. I'm actually going to be uh, leaving just in a few um moment to go to the airport because my family and I we are flying to Houston my older sister has officially moved down to Houston and um, my baby sister is turning 12 tomorrow and we're packing up the dog we're packing up everybody and we're all heading down to Houston to celebrate not only my sister's birthday but also my older sister being down there and getting an apartment getting a raise a promotion at her job so she has officially moved and transitioned into another state and I'm excited (laughs) I'm excited I'm excited um, because I go to Houston almost every single year. I've been doing so since college and I love, this is is our time, it's family time. Like I just love, I love being with my family. They're funny um, and I miss them. And I'm most excited about seeing my daddy, okay? I love my dad, I love my daddy. I'm a daddy's girl, okay? I cannot wait to see my dad and ask him a million questions as I always do. And he always smiles, nods, and answer. And he's like, Miha, why do you have so much questions? But dad, because I want to know, like, what's up? What, 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 how many estates you got? What's going on? Like, huh? Let me know, dad. I'm preparing for everything and I, I I love to ask my dad questions about business because he's such a businessman he what he does is he flips houses with my brother my brother also flips houses and it's so cool to ask some questions and to see them do it like they're just 
awesome. And my dad also owns a lot of land and property in Honduras. So I love to ask him who's taking care of it. What's going on? Like what, what new, what new investment have you had added on to, to your list of properties? Like what's going on, dad, what you doing? Like my dad is the type of person that he, he's a good steward. My dad is a amazing steward and I look up to him in so many different ways, which is why I cannot wait. And it makes me sad that we do live in two different states. My dad lives in Texas. I live in New York. It makes me sad that we are in two separate states, but I am blessed to be able to travel to see him and ask him these questions. I love my time with my daddy. Love it. Anyways, that's how I'm doing. A few more moments, I'll be off to the airport and about on our way to, down to Houston. The flight is about four hours and a half. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. My phone is always going off. Anyways, so yes. Today, I want to speak to you. I want to testify. Can I testify? Oh, before I do testify, let's get into the faith and business check. So I have good news for you guys. You guys will love, love, love to hear about this. Um, so the faith and business check, for those of you who are watching us or tuning in for the first time, this is a segment where we inspect some fruits, right? The Bible tells us that we are to know them by their fruits, okay? You know if, a, if something is good or someone is good or an outcome or, or of a situation is good by the fruits that you inspect it, right? You have to be a fruit inspector. Anyways, so um, we inspect the fruit and we identify whether the fruit is good or bad. The type of fruit that we're inspecting on here is news, information, stories, etc., testimonies, whatever it is. Um, I find them and I bring them to the your attention, all of us, and we dissect it. Is this good or bad? So if you agree that this is a good fruit, then you will go ahead and put that green check emoji in the comments below. And if you disagree, then you go ahead and put the X emoji, right, in the comments below. And I always invite you guys to explain why, why not? Why do you feel that way? Because I love to hear your point of view. So let's talk about it, right? So number one, faith check is I am here recording, pre-recording for you tonight, um, this morning, early in the morning, and I'm sticking to my goal of this year, which is to be committed. Commit, commitment, I'm sorry, is to be consistent. Commit, well, consistency and commitment are two sisters, okay? They work together hand in hand. So, for me to be up early in the morning before going down to the airport, it is consistency for me because I could have just been like, you know what? We're not having we're not having our session tonight. I'm gonna just come back next week and we just we just gonna have to do it that way. But it's awesome that, you know, God gives me the ability to do and flex my my busy schedule um to get up and do it and have the energy and the strength to do so. I love it. Come on now. I'll use that. So that's a fruit check for me. That's a faith check for me. All right. Um, and you can agree or disagree if you like. But for me, it's a green. 
The other thing I want to share with you guys is I was able to get in contact with this company that we were talking about last week. Last week, if you missed last week's episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. We dropped some gems. And the gist of of last week's episode was you can work so smart by using the resources that is available to you online. So I reached out to the company that we were talking about, which is Fiverr. I reached out to them and they gave us a coupon. So if you were on last week episode and you were encouraged to use some of these resources to your advantage, we have a coupon code, which is I'm going to spell it out for you is FVRR10 coupon. And this is 10% off of your purchase or whatever service you want to to go with on Fiverr, okay? Fiverr.com is the website. It's spelled F-I-V-E-R-R.com. And the coupon code is F-V-R-R-10-coupon. So you can use that with any service that you want to purchase on Fiverr. And that's that. Like, we have our own code. That's awesome. So Take advantage of it, use it, save it, put it in your notes on your phone where you can use it at a time that is that it that presents itself most uh that's that is best for you to invest. Amen. All right, I'm getting tongue twisted with my words. That tells me I gotta drink some tea. Woo! Who this tea's good. Woo, this tea's good. So I'm gonna put y'all on real quick. So if you are looking to detox. It is important to look for inspiration from the citrus family. Citrus family consists of a lemon, lime, grapefruit, orange, etc. So what I, I do, I love my, one of my favorite fruits is a grapefruit. I love grapefruits, okay? Like I used to eat them like all day. My mom used to come home from work and she'll bring bags of grapefruits specifically for me. My sisters were not touch it. No one in the house would touch it because they felt like it was too, the, the taste wasn't good for them. But for me, I completely love it. So what I do, and you can do this with a lime, you can do this with an orange, you can do this with a lemon and even a grapefruit. What you do is you get, you put your tea kettle on, warm some water up, make sure it is steaming hot. Right. And after that, you take your whatever citrus you fruit you want to drink. Um, you cut it in half and you squeeze the whole thing into your warm, hot water. I hope you can see that. Yeah. You squeeze it into your warm, hot water. And that is a detox tea on its own. So number one, you're drinking the juice of the fruit and also combining it with some hot water. It just gives you a refreshing taste. And at the same time, the citrus fruit is detoxing and purifying your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And it's just amazing. And I I, I am so comfortable in knowing that I am feeding my body good food and brain food where I'm thinking clearly, I can hear, like, and I'm refreshed at the same time. Amen, hallelujah. Today, I want to encourage you and tell you that the best is yet to come. 
I want to discuss a bit about my story on how I met my fiance. I haven't talked about it so much on the podcast and I want to give you just a tidbit of information on how it happened because it's a supernatural experience that lies behind our story. And I've just been sitting on it, just waiting patiently for both of us to come on here and testify so you can see both the Pieces to the puzzle come together supernaturally because God is all up in the details. He is not a God of simplicity. Mm -mm. God is all up in the business and in the details. So I met my fiance in the year of 2019. We met online. It was beautiful the way we met. Number one, I met him on the Facebook dating app. It was not my intention to go and find anyone to date. In fact, I did not want to date. So let me take it back a little bit. In the same year of 2019, I just had broken up with my ex-boyfriend. We were together at that time for about eight years. And after we broke up, number one, I didn't want to break up. I was holding on tight to that relationship. We both were, but, but the truth of the matter is that our relationship ended a little while ago. We were just holding on because we just wanted to hold on and we were in denial, but we both were. So we agreed to disagree that we were we we outgrew each other and it was time for us to go our separate ways and that's literally what happened and to this day I respect the man of God God bless you may the Lord be with you may his peace that surpasses all understanding be your favor and your future wife to come and I always tell him like I always pray for him I pray that he finds the best of the best like God will present the best in front of him, he will fall in so deep love and that they would live happily and ever after. Absolutely no ill feeling about him and I'll break up at all. It, it was just timely in the way everything happened. However, I'm able to say all of this because I sat through the season of breakup. I sat through the season of being alone. I sat through the season of being feeling feeling ashamed of being single I sat through those seasons of feeling discouraged that I will never find the person that is right for me I mean I binged watched uh Heather Lindsay's channel and she all she talked about was marriage and after a while I just stopped listening to her because it was like sis can we can we talk about something else because, yes, I, I know you got your boas, but you don't understand where we are. We single women out here supporting these married women. And they don't like, hello. She, I felt like after a while, we just we couldn't get along because she wasn't talking my language. It was kind of like sis. But you get to go home to your husband every night. And I don't. And that's the problem. Like you're encouraging me. But after a while, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. And that's just for me to be completely honest with you. Anyways, so yes, um, we broke up at the top of the year, February 2019. February 2019 is when I had uh, broke up with my ex-boyfriend. He moved out. It was just me by myself. And um, it was the same exact month also that the Lord has called me to leave my full-time job and to start the business, my, my journey in entrepreneurship at home. So 
this was one of the toughest seasons of my life. I felt like I didn't have anything else to give. I was going through the motions. Like, you know how you see women, how they're so happy, they're single. Like, they have gone to the point where they were content. I couldn't understand them because my heart was broken. I was hurt. I'm like, this was someone I was supposed to marry. This is somebody I was supposed to be with for the rest of my life. And he's no longer here. And I felt in my heart, like, maybe it can still happen. Maybe there was still some hope for us. No. Like when I tell you the Lord gave me countless amounts of dreams throughout that summer to let me know that it was dead and gone. There was no way I was getting back with him. I had about three, three times the same exact dream. And the dream would be I would be on a train right? We know train represents ministry. I would be on a train and I will stop at a stop and he will be at the stop and he will be at the stop with his girlfriend. And I would be talking to her like, wow, you guys are amazing. Like just encouraging them. And I remember in my natural, I didn't feel that way. I felt like there was still some some way that we can still be together. But in my dream, I was already moved on and accepting that Number one, we were not ever going to get back together. And number two, I'm in your life talking and encouraging your relationship. I'm a cheerleader for you. I had those dreams too many times. And I couldn't understand the dream at the time. I kept getting frustrated like, Lord, I want this to work. But it, it was God's way of telling me in my dreams that it was not going to happen. It was not going to happen and it was done and it was time for me to move on. I can tell y'all a list of other dreams. I had too many dreams, too many dreams that led me to be healed and led me to be content in the decision that we were not going to work. Because in that season, I was broken. I was vulnerable. I leaned on to the Lord like I was I was holding on to the Lord. And so and and I I often look back to those seasons because it was absolutely beautiful. I think of the things that I go through now and I think about how I dealt with the toughest part of my life before and how I was I I I I stuck it through. I was a good soldier. I stuck it through. I stuck with the Lord. And even though it wasn't completely perfect, I stayed with the Lord and he gave me the strength. Anyways, fast forward. So we broke up in um, February 2019 and on August 2019, um, I went on a vacation trip with one of my good friends. Uh, We went to Jamaica together and we had such a beautiful time. And it was in this season where I was learning how to be content. And this was what? March, April, May, June, March, April, May, June, July, August, right? It was about six months of being single. And I was like, you know what? <sighs> it's been a while since I've been single. The last time I've been single, I was in high school. Now I am gra- I'm graduated from college. I am, I am a woman now and it's time for me to put my big girl's panties on and move on. So I remember my trip in Jamaica. I 
I consistently woke up early in the morning to sit with Jesus have and this is where my whole business with business meeting with Jesus come from because I sat I had tea with him I had my notebook we would sit down and I would have a meeting with him like I would say okay Lord let's meet tomorrow at 7 a.m and I would make sure I'll do whatever I have to do and be sitting at the table in Jamaica at 7 a.m in the morning because I didn't have to wake up to go to to go to work I didn't have to wake up and go do this I didn't have to go run this errand I didn't have to do anything it was my vacation time to kind of just chill and relax so I remember this one particular morning I heard a lot of testimonies of women writing down what they wanted in a husband but I was never led to do such a thing in fact I don't I'm not a believer of doing things unless God has called me to do it and so I remember when, as I was talking to the Lord, I, my intention in having a business meeting with him was to number one, talk about my current financial situation and how we were going to maneuver around it, how we were going to, you know, uh, work our way through that season. I wanted to talk to him about my businesses, which one is important right now and which one I should be focusing on because I had the same amount right? Three businesses. And now, and then I wanted to talk to him about this, this empty feeling in my heart of me literally not feeling like I am capable of ever being a wife. And I was telling the Lord, like, listen, I poured my whole heart to him. I said, Lord, you know, even if I have to wait another two years, like I am fine. Like I don't want to be in another relationship that requires for me to pour out all of me and in return I end up exactly where I am right now hurt and discouraged to find love again because I I'm I am I was at that time I was broken like I felt broken um I felt broken I felt vulnerable I felt like I just needed some time to heal and I had told the Lord, I'm not looking for anyone. I'm tired of going to conferences and, you know, scanning out the land. Like maybe he's in here. I'm, I'm tired of like, you know, going to Target and like, maybe the man of God is in this aisle. Like it was crazy. I, I hated that season. I, I so hated it. Like, I don't know if y'all do that, but I don't like it. Like, I didn't like that feeling of automatically I began to look for Boaz. Instead of Boaz looking for me, I was the one, like, aggressively looking. Like, okay, could this be the one? Oh, okay, you visiting today? Maybe, God, maybe that's the one. And I, because it was robbing me from the reality of, of being in the moment. I just didn't like it. I, I felt so uncomfortable. And I know it's normal, right? To an extent, it's normal. But I didn't like it. I don't like that. Like, that's why I said, like, Lord, I, I completely surrendered the whole situation to him. I said, Lord, if it is your will, it, even if I have to wait years in order for me to meet my husband, I would wait I'm okay. I do. I, I'm not interested in meeting him at any time soon. Please heal me, creating me a clean heart and renew it in me a right spirit that when I meet him, I will be prepared. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be broken. And I knew, I knew I'm, I wasn't going to meet 
my husband anytime soon. I didn't expect that. But I did want to have some type of companionship of having a friend that I can talk to. So with that feeling, with that wanting a friend to talk to, someone that does not know me, someone that, you know, is a really good conversationalist, someone that is really good with holding a conversation. I wanted that. I didn't want to date. I didn't want to go out and meet people and, you know, go to restaurant. I didn't want to do none of that. Uh-uh. I just wanted to talk. I didn't want to talk to nobody at the church. I, I didn't, I, I just wanted to be a clean slate. No one that knows me. I just, can we just genuinely, let's just talk. So I, um, I, I, I found this app, which is the Facebook dating app. I signed up for the app. And um, in this app, again, I, I signed up with just like, I don't want to be here. Like, I just need somebody to talk to. And that's it. That's it. I'm not looking for somebody to date. I'm not looking. I'm, I'm not in the hookup state season anymore. I'm a Christian woman. I'm a believer. And I don't hook up with people like I just want somebody to talk to. And that was that. So I downloaded the app. And I think I was on the app for like less than a week. Literally less than a week. So when I I downloaded the app, I met a few guys on there. We were talking for a bit, but none of them could really hold the conversation. And I was just turned off. I was just like, this ain't working. So I was about to delete the app. And then this guy messaged me out of the blue. And he saw not my picture, but he saw my bio. And my bio said something along the lines of, kingdom builder looking to build the kingdom of God and he saw that and that those words though those key words stood out to him jumped out to him and he immediately reached out to me and our conversation began very 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 um very regular hey how are you where are you from what's going on um you know and then he started asking questions that made him stand out from the pack Like, okay, so, you know, I was telling him about my day and he will go in details and really ask about intricate details about my day. So, for example, um, I believe I was having some type of like gathering at my house and I think I was preparing for like a game night or something. So I said I'm preparing for a game night and he was asking me questions like if you were to, to plan a uh, event for your friends, how would you plan it? What would you have? What type of food would you have? What type of games would you have? What type of um, it ambiance that you're looking for? So he began to ask me these intricate, detailed questions, which made him completely stand out because it was exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for somebody to talk to. Ask me some questions. I'm going to ask you some questions. Ask me some questions. That's all I wanted. I was not looking for a husband. I wanted to talk. I wanted somebody to talk to. That's it. Someone I could be really good friends with. And you're probably saying on a dating app, yes, yes. Okay. Because I know there's people on there looking for people to talk to. Anyway, so yes, he's texting me. He's on the app, going back and forth. Um, he's like, you know, uh, I see that you're a Christian. You know, how's your relationship with God? So I told him my relationship, and you know, we we went down into details and all that good stuff. I asked him the same thing. It was also he was very detailed, and I was like, wow, like you, because you know, people on there just because they say they Christian, okay, on these apps. Honey, just because they say they Christian, baby, it don't mean that they Christian. So you have to inspect the fruit. 
This is why it's good to be a fruit check inspector. Um, and so I was asking him questions and I was like, okay, he passed the test. He really is Christian. This it really is a man of God, um, which is cool. I was like, all right, cool. This was be, this will be good for the conversations I would want to have with him because I want to talk to him about some real things. So, um, we were talking back and forth. Um, I think over a span of like two days back and forth. And then he asked me for my number. And I was like, why would you ask me for my number? Like, isn't this app enough? We, you, you don't need my number. Like, nobody on the app asked me for my number, except for this one person. And we were having a good conversation. And he's like, let me get your number. Like, you know, I work, I go to school, and I'm missing you. Throughout the day, we get we miss each other. Like, you know, I'll text him in the evening time. He'll text me in the morning. And he wanted to have a consistent dialogue of a conversation over text. And that, for me, freaked me out. I was like, mm, I don't know. Uh-uh. I, it took me a while to think about it before I responded. And I told him, because I wanted, I wanted him to know how serious I was. Like, this is not something I want. If you're annoying... I'm going to block you, okay? If you if you call me, if you try to FaceTime me, if you text me, like, just harass me over text, I am going to block you. Believe that. And I'm not here for it. I'm not here to play with nobody's son. I'm not here to play with nobody's brother. Like, that's not my goal. I don't play that. So, that's what it was. And so, uh... He texts me, um, he texts me, hey, this is X, Y, and Z from the app, and uh, we talked, and when I tell y'all, we talked all day long, okay? Like, we, we had paragraphs, like, paragraphs after paragraphs after paragraphs after paragraphs, and you know when you text somebody and you have each paragraph is a different conversation, but y'all are still consistent in an orderly fashion? Y'all perfectionists, y'all get this. Y'all people like us, y'all get it. Y'all people that are in order, okay? Like, I will be talking about Jesus in one paragraph. We'll be talking about um, morals in another paragraph. We'll be talking about food in another one. Like, the conversation just flowed so beautifully. And I looked forward forward to seeing a text from him every day I looked forward to talking to him over text and then they come to a point where I wanted to I was like this is just too good to be true is this really this guy that I'm talking to like I realized that he began to sound like and look like the man that I asked God for and that scared me a lot. So I kind of pushed that thought to the back of my head. And I was like, sir, I we've been texting all these few. It wasn't even that long. Maybe it was like a week. We've been texting. I need to see your face. Like, I want to know if you are real. Like, you're not a, a, a catfish or nothing. Like, I want to know if you are real, real. So we arranged a time. It was a little fishy at the beginning because... He was in college at the time. He was in his last year of college and he was taking his finals. This was around like Christmas time. So he was studying and he, this man of God, 
he studies. He studies. He he focuses on one thing, you know, at a time. And um, he literally made time for us to talk. I wasn't used to that. I'm used to talking to you all day long. Like, what, whether you got work, you could sneak a little text. Whether you are at class, you could text me. But this, this I realized when I first started talking to him, when he's in class, he's in class. He'll text me after class. When he's at work, he's at work. He'll text me after work. When he's in the library studying and he has a moment to take a break, he would call me and tell me, hey, I am at the library, but I just took a moment to call you. I just want to check in on you, see how you're doing. Like, I wasn't used to that. I was used to talking to my to my friend all day long, no matter what they were doing. So that stood out to me. If that said to me, he's he's a great leader. Like he is really diligent. He's committed. Like he does things a certain way. Like this this is a serious student. Like he is serious about his stuff. And I remember um, he had a roommate in college, and I wanted to stay up. At night, talking to him on the phone. Truth be told, I wanted to just phone cuff. <sighs> this man of God was in the room with his roommate and we were talking. He stepped out to continue the conversation with me because he he saw that it was getting too late and he didn't want to disturb his roommate. I'm telling y'all, it's the details that matter. It's the details that matter. And because he didn't want to disturb his roommate, um, he talked to me for a few minutes and he's like, listen, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to sleep. And I was like, is he trying to, is he trying to get away from me? Like, you don't want to talk to me? So you tell me you can lean on the side by the elevator where you're talking to me and just talking to me for like a whole an extra hour? It was not what I was used to. I was used to something different. But the way he handled like everything, it was ministering to me. And it made me think of the list that I wrote down in Jamaica. So did I say this? Did I mention this? I probably missed this. But when I was in Jamaica, the Lord led me to write a list of the things that I would want in a husband. I spent a long time writing this down. And when I wrote it down, I said, I'm not just going to write anything on this paper. I'm going to write it down and think about my previous relationships and and, con- and take that into consideration when I'm writing this list out. Because the Lord, you know what's on my heart. You know what I want. I'm going to try as much as I can to put everything into detail in this list so that you know what I would want. And so I'm going to read you guys what I wrote. Okay. I always go back to this because you're going to see the date on here. Here's my list. It is August 20th, 2019. And I can tell the way I, I wrote this. I was writing this. I was patient. I was in peace. I can tell my writing style tells me where I'm at mentally. Anyways, it reads what I'm looking for in my future husband. And number one, number one, number one, treats me like a queen cooks for me, seeks to understand me, gives me space when I'm, when it's needed, 
encourage me to be the best dewa, rubs my feet and my back, prepares my bath, guides me spiritually, adventurous, likes to travel, self-care advocate, a driven individual, mindful of his relationship with God, a problem (laughs) solver, a decision maker, an insightful leader, man, a businessman, enjoys tea, (laughs) like me, helps me overcome my fears. I would love for him to be knowledgeable and wise. I want him to be a family guy. And I really want him to be integral. I want him to be a doer of the word of God. I don't just want him to hear the voice of God and hear and read the Bible. I want him to really apply the word of God in his life. Um, Also, I would love for him to accept my family as his own. I've always thought about, you know, those relationships where it's like, oh, the in-laws are coming over and it's like, oh, I have to hide my food or they just have a weird relationship. I didn't want that. I was like, Lord, mm -mm, we're one. That's my sister. That's your sister. That's my mom. That's your mom. That's your mom. That's my mom. I wanted him to accept my family as his own and I'm going to accept his family as my own. The other thing I wrote down here was that um, he's an advocate for change. <laughs> he's an advocate for change. Um, I thought about this very long and hard. And I put down, I would like for him to be gentle toned. Remember that. He uh, gives me some spontaneous surprises, which... He does. I mean, I'll come home and I'll just see an Amazon box in front of my door. And I'll open it up and it's gifts from my babe. And he's like, this is for you. I want this, you know, this is for you to remember that I love you and whatever. Like, I love that. I love that. Um, he spoils me and I love it. Other thing here, um, I put, he points out my flaws and correction. And he... Oh, he points out my flaws and he gently guides me in the right direction. The other thing was that's important to me. He takes care of himself physically. So health is important, has to be important in my household, has to be. He takes care of himself physically, spiritually, and mentally. The other thing was that he's a health advocate. Like, I want you to eat well. Like, I want to live a long time. I'm not trying to, you know, like, we sick. We 50 and sick. Nah, sir, we, mm-mm, mm-mm. I would like to be running around with my grandkids. I don't want to be talking about my back aches, my knee aches. Uh, no, uh-uh, we trying to live a long time. Uh, the other thing was prayer. Prayer is important. He covers me in prayer. He fasts with me and for me. He protects me at all times. He, he loves to travel and go on vacation. And he's someone that would makes me laugh. And that is what I wrote uh, August 20 and the year of 2019. Fast forward to um, November. 
November 2019 is when I met my fiance on this app. November 2019. And this year of 2019 was just such a pivotal year because not only did I meet my fiance, which is my husband-to-be, but is also the year that I had broken up from this long-term relationship. Is also the year that I had told the Lord vocally, I'm good where I'm at. If I got to be single, I'll be single. And that's when he opened the door um, for me to receive this gift, which is my fiance um, through this app. And uh, 2019, right? So we are at November 2019. So I wrote the list August, right? So we had August. And then we go from August, September, October, November, three months later is when I went, I met my husband. And then, um, we talked for some time, November, December, we were talking. I met him for the first time in December. I believe I met him in December and it was awesome. (laughs) More details for that at a later time. Our first meeting encounter was one of a kind And then after that, uh, February 2019, uh, I'm sorry, February 2020 is when he asked me to be his girlfriend. He's like, I see a future with you. I consider you to be my wife. Like, I want to build with you. This is the first time we met. Like, I knew there was something special about you. Um, I would love to court. Would you like to court with me? And I was like... Oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to say. I wasn't ready. I really wasn't ready. But when he asked, I waited for a few minutes. I really thought about it. I was asking the Lord, what you want me to do? (laughs) Because I ain't all the way sure yet. And I said, yes. And after I said, yes, I held, we held hands. I I held his hand. Um, We were at, in his car and I was, um, we were waiting for the train for me to go back to New York because I went to meet him in Jersey. I uh, held his hand, we were in a car, and when we held hands, we both felt this supernatural whatever that happened in our hand. And it was almost like, I can what I can describe it to be, it's like Martha and Mary. Uh, was it Martha? I can't remember. But it was a super, I felt like, Something in me leaped and something in him leaped at the same time. And when we held hands together for the first time, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, I felt that. And so I looked at him. I remember looking up at him. I was like, did you feel that? He was like, yeah, that was super cool. I was like, yes, that's supernatural. Like, it wasn't, it was something out of the ordinary, something I've never felt before. It was just amazing. And I knew that our love story was being written supernaturally by the Holy Spirit. And so today, 2022, I'm sharing this with you, February 16, 2022, we're officially engaged. He popped the question November 2021. And we're engaged and we are so happy to be getting married. 
And this is, I can say that this is my best friend. This is my partner. This is someone who has been carefully cultivated by the Lord, especially for me. And I have been carefully cultivated for him. And it's so beautiful because you know, you know, like I thought it was going to give the giving. Okay, like that's just how I feel. So I say this to encourage you. Here's what I want to tie this back to: the best is yet to come. Stay content. Learn. Te- ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how to be content in the season that you are in. Because it was only when I was like content was where I was and I vocally told the Lord and not not only did I tell him but because I opened my mouth and I declared it out of my mouth and I confessed it to him everything around me began to be content and I began to breathe again because after I broke up with my ex-boyfriend I felt like I couldn't breathe for a long time but it was in that moment in Jamaica sitting at this cafe having coffee with Jesus with my journal that I was able to really had that one-on-one moment of realness with, with the Lord. And I told him how I felt and I began to be content. He taught me how to be content with where I was because I felt helpless. I felt like it was impossible. All I could see is what's not happening for me. I couldn't see what, what, what could happen. I can only see what's not happening, but the Holy Spirit led me through that season that I was in. And so I share that with you to tell you that the Holy Spirit inside of you is sent to help you, is sent to comfort you, is sent to teach you. So whatever it is, whether you're waiting on your husband, whether you're waiting on your wife, you're waiting on the baby, you're waiting on the business, you're waiting on whatever you're waiting for, I want you to lean on the Holy Spirit. And here's the other thing. Be as honest as you can with the Lord. Be as honest as you can with him and he will direct your steps. He will guide you. He will guide you in the right path. So when you fully surrender, you benefit from the best of the best. You don't just get the best business, but you get the best of the best. You don't just get the best baby. You get the best of the, you get the best of the best for you that has been set aside and saved for you. Your blessing has your name on it and nobody can rewrite that. Not even you or your mistakes or your thoughts or what you or what you do next. It cannot you cannot revoke right what the blessings that God has for you. So that's how I met my fiance. That's my story on how it all happened. I pray that you were encouraged. I wanted to talk about something different today, but I was led to really open up my heart and share this this personal story with you. So you know, it was a whole testimony. It was a season. It was a journey. It was not easy. It was even in meeting him, it was a journey. I was like, oh no, Lord, I know what you're doing. I ain't ready. I, mm -mm. mm-mm, mm-mm. I see what he look like. I sense what he look like. I can tell this man of God talking real right. And... I'm not ready. I kept telling the Lord, 
And I was definitely in my Gideon stages. I was like, Lord, give me a sign. Dun, 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 dun. Na, 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 Lord, give me a sign. For months. Until I was like, okay, so this is sent from the Lord. Amen. Um, and the song I'm referring to is DMX, Lord, Give Me a Sign. When you get a chance, listen to the song if you have it, okay? Then you will have more context to what I'm saying in this sec- section right here. So that leads me into our next segment. So these are just reminders. So I just want to encourage you. I want you to leave a review. It is my mission to be consistent in getting reviews on this podcast. And last week, I did ask y'all to leave a review. And I looked and I saw that Christina, Christina sent a review. She said, I love this podcast. Sometimes as a Christian entrepreneur or as an entrepreneur in general, it's hard to put your thoughts together and put your business together while keeping your faith slash hope. Dela makes it make sense. I highly recommend listening to this podcast to help you in your faith and business. Shout out to you, Christina. I have something special for you. Um, I I would have this for you. Send me your mailing information. This is your shirt. It says stop, drop, and pray. And it also has this hashtag that I use on my bio for that dating app, which my husband saw, which is hashtag kingdom builder, okay? And if you would like a free shirt, leave a review. Whoever's the first one to leave the review tonight is getting another another free shirt, okay? I'm, I'm just giving out shirts, okay? That's what I'm doing. I'm going to bless y'all. And then also, if you would like to purchase the shirt and you weren't the first one to um, leave a review, you can do so on my website at DeLaSabio.com. Visit the store. I have so many different shirts up there. I don't have a lot. I think I have two different kinds. I also have some courses up there that can help you with your journey in faith and business. So y'all, that is all. That is all. I want to let you know that I am away for the week with my family. So I am postponing the podcast course of being launched this Friday. So we'll revisit that at a later date. And I want to let you know that tomorrow, February 17th, is Random Act of Kindness Day. And I want you to really do something different. I want you to share. What are you going to do for Random Act of Kindness Day? Share that with us in the comment below. What is your fair share? How are you going to let the Lord use you on this day to spread kindness? To, to Maybe it'll be buy somebody a lunch or buy someone coffee. Bring your, co- your co-workers donuts. Write a card to your boss and tell them how much you appreciate them. Maybe it's just calling your mom and letting them know, listen, I love you. You're awesome. A a random act of kindness. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to treat my mom to something because I appreciate her. So today at the airport, if she see a scarf that she likes, I'm going going to treat her to it because she deserves nothing but the best. And I'm just going to do that all day. Just randomly, just be available, be ready to be used by the Holy Spirit to spread kindness because we need it, okay? So I love you. I love you guys. 
Thank you for hanging in with me. Thank you for allowing me to share my story. I pray, I pray that you were blessed and that you tried these delicious teas of detox with me. Okay? I love you. And I will see you next time.